0: hey there guys it's nolan and jason here with roofing webmasters howdy so i'm gonna go ahead and predict this this is going to be a great podcast overall because you just uh, jinxed the hell out of it
1: it's 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 screwed (laughs) now
0: all right so are you a company or a contractor so are you a company roofing company or are you a roofing contractor Right. And um, it just sounds better, the two C's together, company or contractor. But, And, and I, I want to state a couple things up front. We work with people who are contractors that become companies. Right. We work with people who are general contractors that become companies. Um, and we're happy to do so. Yeah. But we're, we're very happy to help them make that transition, actually. We do it all the time. Yeah. So, but when we don't keep somebody, it is typically not our fault. It is because they have not moved in some way from being a, a contractor or a general contractor to a company. Right. Either their mentality's off. I was about the, to say, it's
1: usually mental. It's usually in their head first.
0: It's usually in their head first, or just simply lack of experience and skill sets. And, I, and I'll also uh, drop back and say, just as a, as a, just as a, drop back, backdrop for humility on this. I mean, I started, you know, by, um, you know, mowing lawns yeah. and painting curves. My my son, who's uh, about turned 13 uh, in June, he's 12, he's trying to start a business. He researched it. He's going to try to do a uh, power washing. Pretty good. Yeah. Not bad. I don't know that he'll be able to hold the wand without it blowing him up in the air. But we'll see because he's, a, you know, he's only, I think he weighs 72 he's pounds. He's skinny kid. So. He's 72 pounds. Yeah, but, but
1: it's... Uh, oh, geez. Henry's 55. 55 pounds. And then five years younger.
0: Well, he was on like 3,600 PSI on this and he's like, I'm going to go to 5,000. I'm like, let's just slow down and <laughs> make sure you can handle this. But the point is we all start somewhere on it and, and that's with yeah. him uh, getting help. So uh, this isn't, this isn't to really bash anybody. It's just to really illustrate this point because I don't think people really understand this. And yeah. I don't think that the roofer that's doing this understands this concept. And this, the people uh, that have
1: this problem don't understand they have a problem.
0: Yeah, and and, and, if, and if it's brought to someone's <laughs> attention who wants to have a company, it'll help them focus on it i i I had an analogy to this to an individual that speaks very rudimentary but it's very important Uh, robert kiyosaki breaks down financial stuff in an extremely rudimentary format but it's very poignant and very effective you know um so if a contractor is someone who has a trade skill a general contractor is someone who manages people with trade skills right and a company is someone you know, is somebody who's transcended beyond that a little bit, and and manages a process, a company, and a brand. Right. Hopefully for profit. Yeah. You know, and dreams and goals and and eventually investment and all of this kind of stuff. So, so it's okay to be a contractor. The problem is, is that when people call up as a contractor, kind of masquerading as a company, and then getting irritated at situations around them that they themselves have caused right and i'm going to explain some of that so so and if you have a different (laughs) uh uh, thought about it let me know but when somebody's a company they've moved to creating a brand and they're working on managing processes and increasing their skill sets and managing people yeah
1: they 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 understand that that the entity of the company has transcended their personal self. Yeah. It's not just them. It's the company.
0: It is. And let's talk about that just for a second, because I don't want people to get bogged down. And I'm not talking about somebody that has 100 people or 50 or even five. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking someone can have a company, in my opinion, And this is going to be different for who you talk to, but in my opinion, somebody could have a company and have one person. Yeah. Because that one person has a brand, has profits, has procedures, has marketing, and has commitment. And um, some other things like uh, consistency, professionalism, willingness to learn and be of service. You know, if somebody is just a contractor, though, I'll give an example of a guy that called the other day. And um, I didn't attempt to talk to the guy. And it wasn't... <clears throat> it was his loss and, and you know that he didn't want to, that he wasn't able to talk to me at all he called up and specifically said and that's what gave, actually she gave me the idea for this uh, podcast he he called up and said hey i'm calling for leads and i said okay i said we get leads by managing a company's brand and when you manage a brand online you actually get more leads then, and they cost much less. Right. But you have to be willing to pay us a fee to do that to manage the brand that will then get the lead. And and then he stopped and listened just for a second. I said, this is opposed to you buying leads from someone else who already has a brand like House, you know, Home Advisor or Angie's List or Yelp or Thumbtack yeah. Yeah. or paying for clicks on Google or some other place on their brand to get leads one at a time so you're paying someone else's brand but if you'll just work on your own you'll get leads and it's better it just may cost a tiny bit more up front but long term it's way less expensive Yeah, wh- long term the roi is huge not too long mm-hmm. a term by the way yeah. but 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 just you know somebody can work on it and he said in return you know i appreciate that or he didn't say it like that but he said i i he heard me and said what i really like is when um, I just buy a lead. And if I don't want work at that time, I quit buying leads. And I'm like, okay. And, and when he said that, I said, okay. And and I was nice about it. And I wasn't condescending, but in my head, I was a little bit. <laughs> but I, or a lot. <laughs> in, my, in my head, I had judged him. So yeah. it's just, it's and it wasn't, it really wasn't bad. It's just that if you show your hand and you're not, up to the conversation, you're not going to have the conversation. You know, this comes down to like people saying you're only as wealthy as your top five friends and stuff like that. I mean, he just wasn't able to hang in the room in the conversation. I said, okay, I understand that. I see why you like that. Um, Call me if you ever want to build your company brand. Right. Because that's uh, what we do here. So and he said, okay, bye. And I hung up the phone with him and it was fine. uh, He's a contractor. But he's masquerading as a company. So, in my opinion, just because you have a company, which would technically be an incorporation, you know, registered with the state for their franchise. Yeah, and that can be an LLC or, I mean, it can be incorporated, yeah, an Inc., uh, LLC, limited partnership. It can be a couple of different things. And you have technically a company, but you're really just a contractor with a, a corporation in the state. Right. You're not really a company you've just happened
1: to have gotten incorporated, right? right. So and, which is incredibly easy to do. Um yeah. and I I mean, I kind of have experience with this myself cuz I made this mistake. I did I did freelance uh, graphic design work for 13 years. Right. And I was just a contractor. It's a different world obviously. Um, it's yeah. a different industry, but some of the principles are still the same cuz all I did was hustle up a gig. Right. Wherever I can You're contracting it. out, su- and, subbing out, you're subcontractor, yeah. and, and I got work from actual design firms and advertising agencies. Right. And if I had been smarter about it and taken the time, I could have my own agency now. If, if I had built a brand and done all those things. Work and hustle on it. I yeah. could have done that, but I didn't know that well enough if I was too young and too kind of focused on just getting the next gig. It takes time to
0: yeah. to consider it and think about all of it. And there's nothing wrong with being a subcontractor. A lot of these guys, by the way, not uh, so, some of them, every once in a while I meet a guy who was literally the labor crew. And then they move out of being a labor crew to a subcontractor. Right. And then they start managing labor crews and then they start a business. And if they don't understand it really well, we had a guy like that for five years at a Houston area that we made very successful who's not a client anymore, but he stayed with us quite a while. Yeah. Um, and, and he really only left by the way, because he misunderstood the full scope of company and having professional services and marketing and longevity with that. Right. He, he got egotistical, really, and 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 kind of flew off the rails a little bit. I think I know who you're referring to. I think you did. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 and, and he was a good client for a while, and we actually started a secondary website for him. Had two. Okay, now I know exactly. Yeah, who you're had talking had two about. successful, yeah. but um, but yeah, if someone, so so let me let me talk about some other stuff around this category, so people really understand it. I've had time to kind of be retrospective about it being in business so long, and and I do consider myself a company. And I'm constantly hard on myself and trying to increase um, our brand, but not only that, our, our procedures, professionalism, ability to provide service. Right. But, but let's talk about um, the, you know, I, I guess the sale is the first standpoint of all business. And so if somebody works on a lead, the nature of the lead is important. So if the lead comes from a lead pool and you're competing against other people, it's kind of a dog-eat-dog deal, and it's kind of rough to perform. Right. Once you realize that the sale or the lead, if it can come through the brand, is the basis for the start of all things for the company, then your shift of how you're doing business automatically puts you in place of being a company more. Right. Because you're not just hustling a lead, you're creating a lead, and then you understand that the lead generates the sale, the sale generates the revenue, and the revenue pays for the service, and this infrastructure, and the professionalism, and any sort of um, expertise and uh, resources, which come from money, are Are generated as a result of the lead to the sale. Yeah. So, so the and this was hard for me to understand. It means that somebody who's a hacky, sales-oriented entity can become the best company because they'll eventually fix the resources, the service part of it, and the professionalism. So the hacky sales guy, if he can get out of that, and he can get out of it easier than the more than the guy that's just the service tech, right. Because he's going to get more leads in sales, right. which means he'll get more revenue and money to produce resources, which are human resources, professionalism, and infrastructure. Yeah.
1: And touching again on the whole thing of lead coming through your brand yeah. is a lot of guys, I don't think they realize because they've never done it, um, is that when you get a lead from like a lead selling source or something, like you said, like it's from a pool or whatever, right? you have to really dog it to convert that lead into a sale. But when you get leads based on your brand, yep. you are so many f- steps further along that sale when you get that Most follow. people don't ever experience that. yeah. And
0: most people give up on their company and brand from the get-go and give that power to other people when it is not necessary to do right. at all. So they start out from a standpoint... so. Propaganda fills people's heads and they allow the narrative to erode their confidence right. and they will buy leads from other places. There's nothing wrong with buying a lead from a home advisor, Yelp, AngelList, Thumbtack, a Google ad or a Facebook or Instagram ad, a YouTube ad. There's nothing wrong with buying a lead that way. The problem with it is, is that 70% plus of all leads for home services are non-paid items on Google. Right, so organic results. Most people go to Google. Let me rephrase it. I think like 80 plus percent of people go to Google and 70 plus percent of those people click on an organic result, Right. what people refer to SEO. And I'm talking about the map listing the reviews and reputation or organic keywords that go to your webpage underneath the maps or the map right. doesn't show up. Right. So that's where most, uh, most leads come from. And people talk themselves out of being able to get them
1: when they're not hard to get, yeah. The, they, I mean, when you're just starting out at C, if you've got two choices, you can work on your brand and work on your SEO and your web in your web presence, right? And that seems harder than going to Angie's List and shelling out some money and you get a lead. Both are fine, yeah, by the both way. Both are fine. Both are they fine. They could do both at the same time. Yeah, and and we have and maybe you should that do, especially when they're starting out new. Yeah. But that seems so much easier. But you and I have talked before. It's like a drug fix. It is. Is you get addicted to that simplicity of doing it that way. And but if you would put in the time on your brand, as we we're talking about, become a company, become a company, then it's far more rewarding down the line. Yeah,
0: and, and and people don't really invest time to start it or do it, and they they really misunderstand the nature of it starting out, and because of that, they begin to villainize. Um, a lead source, or even Google or the web people that are helping them. So it, yeah. it, it is like we experience this, for example, during the off season. The roofer can't last from January till March or April or December, whenever. Yeah, they're, in some parts of the country yeah. they're frozen over. And then and then because they're not thinking straight about the brand and what this all means together, they drop their marketing or villainize people. There's nothing wrong with. A lead from a home advisor because you hate the nature of it if it's pro if it's profitable
1: yeah if you Um, buy leads from them but you're losing money that's bad obviously
0: but if you buy leads and you earn money that's that's a good lead that's a good lead source possibly.
1: it may not be the best lead source you can improve that but it's a good lead source when someone
0: doesn't understand the nature of contractor or general contractor or subcontractor to company and they get lost in the details of it. They tend to villainize the things around them. Right. And, and we see that all the time. They, they, sometimes yeah.
1: they get angry at us. Sometimes they get angry at Google. Oh, I hear them getting angry at lead sources all the time. Yeah they, yeah, they they say they hate the lead sources. I've had client I've had clients call me and tell me I don't want to show up on Google. But a business And I've literally said, so you're shutting your business down. Right. <laughs> I mean, what else can I we say? We had a guy like that six months ago or yeah, nine months yeah, ago. It was just like, so yeah. you're, you're, you're done? Yeah.
0: I mean, if someone, so what a business owner does, what a company does, a business man, uh, man does is says, I know people have problems with this lead source, but we earn good money with it and know how to operate it. Right. That's exactly what they say. That doesn't mean that all lead sources make money, by the way. I've always told people that organic's the number one thing in your brand. It brings in the best, uh, cheapest leads. Right. But after organic and your mapping and uh, all of that, reputation reviews, you're lucky if you find two other things that work. And it might be Yelp or HomeAdvisor or uh, Angie's List and Google Ads or something else. But you're lucky if you have like two or three. That work, but something else besides just organic works, which is what we help people with. Right. Just that I, unlike other people, don't villainize. And like we heard, remember that voicemail that was left on my phone? You know, talking the guy was dropped. You know, we we heard some other Martin Person.
1: Oh yes, <laughs> left a message on my phone.
0: But we don't. That guy was obviously playing the client. Yeah, we don't do that. If somebody has organic is I'm very organic is just statistically clearly the best place to like establish a brand like to show up on organic on Google non-paid reputation reviews and maybe some other sources like YouTube or social media or something but it's 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 hundreds of percent uh, lower cost or better return on investment yeah but other things can work as well as well and when somebody doesn't understand this they are I, I don't know if they're not an entrepreneur, they're just in a phase of, of their business career where they don't understand it, and they're not a company yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Early <laughs> on when I came to work for you, we were having a discussion one day, and you pointed to, uh, I think it was like our certificate, our corporate certificate that was hanging on the wall, and you said, you see that? That is the entity that pays all our bills yeah and it is our responsibility to feed that entity
0: yeah I and I, it was like there
1: was it, 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 you had a very clear vision that you are not the company yeah you might own all the shares of the company you or be the owner however you want to put it <laughs> and you might be the ceo or however you like to call yourself there you don't even use that title i don't but I'm technically uh, the president and in, in my bylaws yeah but yeah but you understand the separation and you understand that the company transcends you as an individual and you understand how you have to manage and there's a lot of
0: reasons i say that there's one thing there's piercing the corporate veil so you can get sued if you treat the corporation like your personal bank account or your or your personal self secondly the company is very indifferent and very cold-hearted, and it is yeah. not me. People, because I've thought about this psychologically a lot. People, uh, we talked about it earlier, because people get people. When I was younger, I, I've never been. I'm I'm introverted, and I'm not necessarily great at dealing with people in hard situations. But I'm great at working with a business owner. Like right. since I'm direct, Texan, and introverted. And serious about what I do business owners really like me yeah. but if I have to deal with a sensitive social situation um, people want to stab me you know He's gonna <laughs> say something inappropriate yeah people like want every time people may want to hurt me and so <laughs> it was I used to really think am I doing something wrong as so, well I know I don't deal in social situations so I learned what I'm good at and bad at but I had to draw a, a distinction in my head is like I am NOT the cause of this stuff necessarily i may be inciting something but i'm not the cause of it um, but the company can't employ you or deal with a situation that's not profitable because it'll go out of business and the company feeds me and all these other people here yeah. and must pay its taxes and everything else it is kind of important from that standpoint to have that realization because the individual is not the company and the company is not the individual and if you can separate those two things you start to give the company what it
1: wants and separate your personal emotional needs from it yeah um, if if you have the you have this company right even if you're 100 percent owner yeah you still work for the company you're yeah. still an employee even if you're the top guy I, be the top employee
0: i bring it up everyone so i hate to bring his name up because I, I hated my, my stepfather was such a, a horrible guy and I don't want to empower him, but I kind of feel like when I say negative things, maybe the devil pokes him with the fish for it, <laughs> you know? So I thought maybe negative stuff after life, like just jab him a couple of times. But one thing he told me that that was good, the only thing I can really remember besides lemonade out of lemons was, um... Don't get mad at your pocketbook. Right. So if if you treat your and you've heard me say that before yeah, about yeah. him, he was such a horrible uh, individual. But but that always ring with me. You can get angry at whoever you want to get angry about around yourself in your business, and you can tell off a client or do this or do that. But that little joy of that, or canceling a service, or doing this or getting one over on this person. Is very short lived, but the the longevity of losing your income uh, doesn't make sense. So if you'll, we we
1: had a situation recently, yeah, where we had a client that we were having serious doubts about continuing to do business with. Right, and you you were like, I just want to tell this guy to go to hell, and and I was like, so you don't want his money anymore, and you were kind of like. Damn it.
0: <laughs> Sometimes. I mean, th- this is a little
1: too much. I mean, for he's pod- a client, by the
0: way, so. A little too much for the podcast, Jason, <laughs> but, but I will share some stuff with some people because there is, I mean, we're a company, but we don't have to eat shit from a customer.
1: Yeah. And, and we're- t- he, he wasn't like, yeah. like cussing us out or- But he or, wasn't being nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, he just wasn't. Pleasant.
0: but it, it, it isn't it is no shoes no shirt no service we have the right to say who we do business with and if somebody makes our life miserable there is a state of diminishing returns there to where it's like okay I don't want to die early to take this guy's thousand dollars a month yeah, you know yeah. so it's okay, like we,
1: we've reached we've reached the point where we can say goodbye yeah, uh,
0: yeah yeah so we've been in business for 11 or 12 years It's like we want a good business relationship and so there are some places where you draw the line and say hey we run a good business. We're not going to be taken advantage of, you know, or be or be spoken to in that the manner. The thing is, though,
1: that's not necessarily getting mad at your pocketbook. Yeah. Sometimes that's understanding that what you're being paid does not outweigh the stress and difficulty. Right. And if you're making that decision without the anger, then that's probably the right. That decision.
0: individual loosened up a little bit finally. Yeah. And, and and it's okay for a client to have a bad day. Yeah. Or, or a bad week, and and we're not going to like go off on the client i I've,
1: I've had clients call and just absolutely lambast me and cuss me out and then call back an hour later i'm really sorry had a rough day i got to tell you something let's reset just for the record fold. i mean
0: we're humble to be a service but someone will not cuss me out mm-hmm. will not drop f-bombs on oh yeah you me. drop an f-bomb yeah. directly
1: on nolan that's it yeah i i will
0: not do business. it doesn't bother me as much yeah. as it bothers me um, but yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, i'm not gonna go outside and fight you yeah, um, but someone will not cuss me directly. Now, if somebody's dropping f bombs around me in an agitated situation, that's okay. Yeah. But if they drop them on me personally, f that is fine. F you is not. F me or it, my family.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, <laughs> or my business or the people up here. Yeah. But if they're effing other stuff, okay, all right, I, I understand. You well, know, blow off some stuff. I'm a little yeah, over now. I don't steam. do it as much. Every once in a while, I still get mad and. And some of this is probably um, just um, karma coming back at me uh, every once in a while. But but to, to drop an F bomb directly? No, that's no. that's not cool. Um, all right, let's see if we. So so there, and, and I want to say something else about. It. There's nothing wrong with being a contractor. No, there's nothing wrong with being a subcontractor. I'm not stating that at all. Um, and I think for the most of the part, most of the people that would call us are moving towards the state of becoming a company, or at least want to become a company.
1: Yeah. So they're, they're they're seeing the people who run a company and they want that. And maybe they don't exactly know how to get there yet, but they haven't articulated it. they the light and they're moving in that direction.
0: Yeah. This is pretty tough. I mean, 49 years old to get to the point for me to articulate this, this takes time to understand it, you know, and I, I I wish I would have talked to that guy. He probably would have said F off Nolan, you know, if I said, Hey, do you realize that based upon what you said to me, that you're not really a company, that you're merely a subcontractor, <laughs> that you are a contractor that moves from one job to the next. You are merely. That's <laughs> right. the part you leave here. That, that you move from one job to the next, accepting a lead, and that's okay if that's what you are, but uh, but I just but want that's,
1: to... and if you don't get out of that mindset, that's all you will be. Right. I did freelance work for 13 years, and because I didn't get out of that mindset, that's all I was during that period. I didn't build it to I, anything else. I, I wanna say that it is a very hard price to pay
0: though. Yeah. It is I I, I as yeah, I, I'm not
1: suggesting I, it's easy.
0: as I sit here and I'm not like I tell Jason has to listen to me say this stuff. I don't know if he appreciates it or not, but <laughs> um like today I'm fighting off a headache, you know, but I'm in here working and I'm paying bills, which I loathe. And um you know, so so there's all these things and we're constantly I'm constantly reinventing ourselves and working on new things and it never ends. Right. But there is reward from it that I choose to go through it to have the reward. And I've as time gone on have rewards that I'm grateful for. And um, but it is a lot to be an entrepreneur and to move through the motions and then to continue to learn. Right. And and we I was I was we were talking yesterday about it and I said, i think that it was about for me about 45 years old and which wasn't but four years ago that i said oh wow so i'm never going to quit learning stuff or taking beatings in order to move forward until the day that i literally retire and say i'm not and working, or fall over dead and or fall over <laughs> dead yeah so the, you know you this this never stops um it comes with a, a spoonful of humility and i'm humbled by it um, but I've also de- earned and deserved to be wherever I am now, right. and, and and for the sake of being psychological about it, you have whoever's listening have earned and deserved to be wherever you are now. You know that individual, yeah. that that guy the, that we've been dealing with, he's earned and deserved where he is now. Oh yeah. And <laughs> so oh, I used to th- when I was younger, I used to think that guy ought to get his. You know. Mm-hmm. And and uh, you later realize that guy has his yeah. now. Yeah. You know that who when when people cross you or you think someone they are living the life that they deserve today in the society that e- we're even in. Even if you
1: look at them and it looks like they have a, a veneer of a good life on them. Yeah. If like you're dealing with them and they're a miserable bastard, then they wake up every day a miserable bastard Yeah, and it doesn't matter how nice a car they have or anything else they're still miserable
0: I I think somebody can go through and go from being starting up in business and becoming a company and have joy at being a contractor through a general contractor through whatever or or you know or because I the guy that called me that was looking for a lead he was just a skilled tradesman or barely above that that was uh, looking for leads, you know, and I, I say barely above it, you know, someone who can be skilled tradesman, which is honorable and then learn how to manage skilled tradesmen Right and look for a lead to go sell a roof to manage skilled tradesmen Which uh, which makes him a subcontractor, you know,
1: yeah
0: um, Which is fine, but um, uh, we like to help people Go from that or that are already past that to build the brand of the best of their ability so that they can hopefully make as much money as possible. And then I, I guess part of this is to you know to to get then get real profit after mastery and then hopefully move beyond that to investment. I mean that that's the ultimate goal of the company. Yeah. I mean it, if you want an example
1: from our client base. Yeah. We had a guy now this is not a roofer, it's a landscaper which is not normally our category we've had a couple of men but it's not but we just have I know who you're talking about yeah when he came to us he had a truck and a trailer with two lawnmowers on it and he didn't even have like an assistant it was him doing all the work he has got it built a building out in the middle of his own land Um, he's with us for three years working on his stuff Three years later, he calls and he wants to go over strategy and go over some changes. And he asks if I'll come out and have a meeting at his office. And it's not far from here. I was like, sure, why not? I go down there. there I get down there. He's got this beautiful office building. We're not talking, he didn't rent something. It's not a little strip mall. It's this three story office building out in the country where his. On it, 100 acres. Yeah, on 100 uh, acres. Yeah, or out, something. You know, yeah. Out Whatever. And then this little town south of Fort Worth. And I'm, I, I put, you know, I pull up and I look down the side of the building where he's got he's got a fence around it. He's got all these trucks, and there were thirteen wrapped trucks. Very cool. And there were spaces open, so some of them were out doing work. He had more than right. that. And I went in. They had this nice corporate headquarters, and he had gone from basically mowing lawns and doing hedges to being to doing landscaping management for commercial construction yeah. and big lo- large scale luxury developments. And that is a guy who started out, who came to us and he was still just a contractor and he became a business and he built something pretty amazing. And that, that's the exact right attitude. The, there, was a, um,
0: there was a famous story when I was a kid growing up and uh, going to high school of a guy named Miner M-I-N-O-R, I believe. and I, I don't even know if you can Google this anymore, but he had a company named Miners Lawn Care, and he w- the story went that he was going to TCU, which is, if you don't know, Fort Worth, Texas, that's basically our Ivy League here. Yeah, And um, beautiful school, by the way. People come from all over the country trying to get into that school because yeah. it's such a pretty campus. But so he'd gone to TCU, but he'd started a lawn care business, and he was so successful that he decided not to take a job, and he started a lawn care business. Back then, something had happened. Like a kid had gotten killed. Like literally, like rolled over on a lawnmower on a on an incline. I think his name was uh, Jason Miner. Maybe I don't remember though. Anyway, I don't even know if this guy's still alive. But he 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 made so much money that during that and back there, probably can't do this anymore with loopholes. But um, that we have the Homestead Law, and you could keep your house if you get sued. And I, I don't know if it's still that way, but back then in Texas, you could keep the whole house, no matter how expensive it was. He went and bought a mansion over by Colonial Country Club. Okay. Like from lawn care, not a great story as to why he did this, but supposedly he went during after this incident and bought one of the largest mansions over there. Something that today would be worth eight or ten million dollars. Right. You know, um, and it was it was an estate like on a couple of acres inside the neighborhood it was uh-huh. it wasn't just a colonial mansion it was a colonial mansion on it was an estate it yeah. was an estate yeah, yeah. but it, but he but he did it through doing that and and that's how stuff happens most of the roofers me included I tried to go through college a little bit I actually went to TCU for one or two semesters on my own dime um, but didn't finish college you know, yeah. had to do, uh, wrote a hard knocks. So I, I want to um, kind of sum up some stuff here. So anybody listening to this podcast wants to be a company. Wants to take the yeah. pump. Presumably. Company, yeah. yeah, presumably. Wants real profit. And you're going to get there after you have mastery of a little bit. You don't have to be perfect, but you have to understand it. You have to build a brand, um, have marketing and consistency and professionalism. You have to be willing to learn and uh, have some procedures set in, fa- in place and understand that sale is paramount and the nature of the lead is important. Right. Um, you're buying someone else's brand's leads when you could have branded your own company for leads, which are far better quality as we discussed. And I wanna state that it's not other people's fault as to something going on. I. I I forgot who I was talking to the other day. They're complaining about their web people, which people do. I mean, that's the, I get that every day because there's so many bad web people. There's nothing wrong with someone picking a bad web person. People find us because they're looking for better. There's no guarantees in life on business. And, but it's not, people villainize other stuff too much. It is your responsibility to find a good marketing partner a good a good professional it is your responsibility to find a good CPA a good attorney if you need one to set up your pro- proper corporate entity to
1: set up your proper taxes and manage your expenses yeah it is your you responsibility will, if you are getting into business any business doesn't matter what it is um, you will face obstacles yeah some of those will be things outside your control some of them will be closer to home uh, people some of them need will to, be dumb luck and some of them will be somebody you could run into situations where people are actively working against you. Regardless. I see people is, not owning responsibility properly, though. Yeah. Well, what I was yeah. going to say is it's always your respons- responsibility is how you react to that and how you <laughs> deal with it and you move past it. Right. But you will, see, you will see obstacles. You're not going to start a business and the sales aren't just going to roll in and you're not just going to have a smooth ride the whole way.
0: You can start a, okay so Jason I did start a business and I uh, was in home security and we mulled around and I, it's a weird thing to call it uh luck I think it was just that we were in home security when 911 hit right and the sales did roll in but there was infrastructure there and marketing there yeah and um when when I say sales rolled in we went from like 30 20 30 sales a month to over 300 so and that was a fairly high ticket item, at least on the sale of the contract. And so sales did roll in. The problem is, and a lot of people have heard but stories. But that
1: wasn't like the first thing you've ever tried to do.
0: It was not. I and would. You uh, had
1: dogged it even in this home security. You had dogged it for a few years. It setting had been everything years up before that. Happened. It was, and, so. and
0: and I I just want to state that I didn't keep the money because I wasn't prepared with other stuff. I was still young. I was twenty nine or thirty. Yeah. I mean, it was it was. 20 years ago. And so not all the money was lost, but it had the money been invested. And when I, when I said earlier, I mean the, the the hope for somebody is that they have, you know, that they learn enough stuff and that you will earn money and then have mastery of it and procedures and then do invest it and to keep money. Because without investing money, there's no keeping of money. Right. Um, you can't save your way to, you know, stability so you there has to be an investment vehicle I I am um, you know I had personally in case people are curious what, what a game changer for me was getting a business coach um, that business coach keeps me on track I told you something he told me just yesterday yeah. um, but it was um to stay on track I got a business coach to help me maintain focus because one of the I'm I probably very badly ADhD or some other some other issues who knows what's wrong with me on some stuff but yeah i I could do a whole uh, podcast series (laughs) i've got a lot of good qualities but yeah i'll tend to i mean if i didn't have ideas um you know we'd be in trouble because you got to constantly reinvent yourself but um i'll get off track and not stay focused enough and then um uh yeah you gotta but the the coach helped me stay focused stay on the stay on the right thing and i think nowadays when i have other ideas i i get off of them quicker and if we do do something
1: new it tends to be in the same category so like like softwares we try to uh, do stuff stuff that's adjacent that naturally leads from where we are to
0: yeah software's
1: different, but it's in the same category yeah and it's and
0: serving the same it's, serving, purpose, it's serving the same clients and the same purpose yeah so yeah if we if we do if we do have a tangent, it's just just adjacent tangent, not too far off if if it gets too far off um we signed up a client the other day for um a contracting category, and he was looking into um uh, python coding and um and he took a course for it, okay, and I gave him some some uh, advice which was it's okay to do some of that but the contracting is arguably one of the best things left in america to go make your mark on the chance of you making some sort of app to uh from scratch when you don't
1: know anything about it at all is is very low yeah Yeah. the app boom is no longer a boom it happened there's tons of apps you can make a living doing that but no one no one's inventing instagram anymore yeah. or twitter or facebook or whatever like Probably that. Probably not. That's been done. Yeah. So <laughs> His, he
0: he was in a family business and he was starting up contracting businesses It's very green grass where you are. Very very yeah. green grass. Uh, contracting business is fantastic. Maybe the last thing somebody can do and legitimately say I'm going to become a multimillionaire right and, and get right. going. So yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's not the
1: contracting is not being replaced by robots anytime soon.
0: No, I I think it's fantastic. Not only can (laughs) you become a company, but I think it's absolutely fantastic. So, uh, you know, becoming a company will accomplish profits, um, reach your potential, dreams, and goals. Um, You know, and I, I think that if you're an entrepreneur headed towards this, you can absolutely have a great business, focus on it, and understand that you're. My, we all, I, I, think about a lot of things from a marketing standpoint, I wish that I had stayed more marketing focused my whole life and sales focused. Cause so actually when I started this business, I was a little on the service and technical side focused. Right. Like right when you started, I wasn't, we were working on our procedures instead of just marketing, yeah. you know, and procedures and all that is just comes after sales. Yeah. And resources you, you can and make revenue. a
1: procedure, but it serves no purpose until there's a client that's been to plug into it to go through
0: it. It doesn't. I hear this all the time from roofers. Like, well, I'm a good <laughs> roofer, one of the best that's ever been, and some version of that. And I said, I hear you, but nobody knows that. And it doesn't matter if you don't get a lead. Yeah, You know, so, so it doesn't, we've been doing this for three generations, but my dad didn't do a website or, and it's like, and I'm actually, you know, I'm empathetic towards it because I have made these mistakes. It's like, that is irrelevant. If people get above you in ranking or if you're not found, uh, your level of expertise is a moot point. Yeah, absolutely a moot point.
1: I often will say to clients when speaking to them, when we're discussing, getting, you know, increasing my rank and getting the results, results on search. I said, let's dispense with one idea right away. How good you are at your job as a roofer is yeah. irrelevant. It has no bearing on the conversation we're about to have. Yeah. Because your place online, the, on, the only way it bears on your organic result is reviews. Because your quality work as a roofer gets you good reviews, so that's the one way that it comes up. But everything else is based on other stuff: your online yeah, presence it, and how that's is. managed.
0: I like a, um,
1: I like a pretty
0: personalized website. Yeah. With photos of the crew or family. Yeah. But. That does not denote success online necessarily. I think it may help with uh, ranking a little tiny bit and uh, conversion a little tiny bit. Yeah, it definitely helps with conversion. But our most successful client of all time does not have a personalized website. Yeah. But that client does tons of pins and gets tons of reviews. Yeah. And dogs the living hell out of all that. Yeah. And does a few other things and they get... I'm guessing 30 calls every day every single day for Roos without a storm yeah Um, and it's with with no major storms in his area for like two years mind-boggling amount of leads and he has never put a picture of himself or his crew on the website not at least beyond the pins like in the primary photos and everything yeah it's it's some photos of his work and it's even still
1: some stock photography
0: somebody will call me um, once a month once every a couple of months and say Nolan, um, now here's what's going on, and I'm like, oh, okay. And so, <laughs> so here's what's going on. I'm getting, I'm getting all sorts of impressions. So they're looking at some sort of uh, analytics program. Some kind of report. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting impressions, but the drop rate, you know, the bounce rate's high, and they're not converting. So what we need to do is uh, do some A/B testing and find out why these people are dropping, so they'll call. Because I think that nine out of 10 of these people come, oh, website should be calling. And, and I, I really don't care what the bounce rate is yeah. to, on some level. Every single website we make has calls to action, proper setup, all right. of them. Yeah. If we did an A-B test, all that's negligible. And i always say the same thing and say, Jason, that's not the problem. The problem is you need more, more uh, exposure. Yeah. It's like, I don't really care how many clicks you're getting. In fact, the analytics reports you're probably looking at is highly inaccurate and counting crawlers and bots and everything. Yeah. And so it's probably. Impressions
1: for organic isn't even a good metric. It's
0: a ludicrous metric. Yeah. If
1: someone, if you, if you call an SEO guy and they tell you, oh, you got 200,000 impressions impressions are anywhere that you're shown in search. And that can mean page 20 or 50. Yeah. If someone put in a search and there's a hundred pages of results and you are anywhere in a hundred pages of results, which is a thousand results, that's an impression. Most likely
0: someone showed him that cause
1: he wouldn't get enough uh, yeah. actual clicks the it, impressions is usually a big number yeah. so it looks impressive. so somebody
0: should shown him impressions he thought that that was anyway and then he's looking at conversion of that instead of actually how many clicks he got to the site or many people came to his google business profile or whatever it, whatever it yeah. is but
1: it, it, I, it i never use the impression number when i'm talking to clients people so
0: deceptive they miss this port part of it and it's just it's literally how many how much exposure do I get? And then your exposure on Google is literally how do you deserve it? And that deserving of it is absolutely relates. And this we will we'll start to draw it up here. But th- this relates back to the brand and the brand can relate to the entity that relates to all the SEO and all the backdrop information, all the points that the algorithm gives you as to how you show up online and that in a good company, which nobody beats us on roofing. They're 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 literally I, I'll I'll do a little spot on us on this intentionally here. So there isn't anyone that has data pens. Right. It's proprietary in a different corporation. It is absolutely proprietary, it is not white labeled. It was we,
1: are, we spun off the sister company and built it.
0: Yeah, it was built for you guys directly. Um it is integrated from ground up. It is not any, anything that people slap on, like citations or other stuff, not that they're not okay to have it is after party crap thrown onto some bad website that was a template poorly poorly put up that is if what you stick a blower does. on a
1: gremlin it's still a gremlin yeah i don't know a what lot that, of people don't know what the hell i'm talking i don't know about. what that means yeah. but yeah uh, okay jason <laughs> the car guys might know what i mean a gremlin was a oh, weird I, little car i remember a the gremlin car the supercharger thing that you stick that pops okay. out of the hood
0: just to try to make it look so like a muscle charging, car. Yeah. But it's still a Gremlin. It's still yeah. got
1: a little motor in it. It's still a weird little car. So.
0: Well, it, yeah. So, it, it, yeah, anyway. It broke my train of thought. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I forgot what I was talking about. Um, you were talking
1: about slap-on and bolt-on yeah, stuff and yeah, data but, is integrated in- so
0: things integrated properly done properly there's just no one doing what we do right there are people that claim to do what we do that'll take their ad spend money and fleece them rotten but we'll miss 70 of the plus percent of the clicks that are organic and build that brand and building the brand of a company digitally has to do with spider and all sorts of proper components done up front regularly and updated right. and integrated and it has to do with design and code and pens and signaling and reviews and reputation and geo coordinates and all the hundreds pictures. of other things we lots touch of lo- and we go all in. of that together and the only reason i want to stop and talk about it for a second is because that builds a brand which makes the company online which gets the stinking lead which makes me mad because it's like we need a lead like okay
1: okay you're skipping step one yeah we can get a lead which by the way step one has a hundred steps in it but you're skipping step
0: one yeah so so we can get the best lead there is no 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 i want to buy a lead oh you don't sell a lead i said no we don't sell a lead like home advisor home advisor angels list yelp thumbtack you can call them and buy a lead right we help you get leads by building your brand we help you create your own leads yeah
1: so in a matter so, of
0: speaking yeah, create a lead, uh, deserve a lead, you know. And I, seventy um, percent of search is organic. The companies that I've mentioned, large large portions of their
1: lead come because
0: they show up in organic.
1: And the client if, if you want to know the importance of building your brand, those companies that we mentioned, if someone says buying leads, those are the three or four everybody thinks of because guess what? They built their brand.
0: So they buy a lead and help them get money to build that lead company's brand, right and diminish their own brand and sidestep their ability to actually show up in ranking, believe the propaganda in their head that they have to buy a lead. Nothing wrong it's with too hard to
1: show up They can't show up
0: because they're it. not Nolan Walker. They don't have the resources to show up. Yes, they do. They've over-inflated everything in their head. They believe the propaganda. They beat down their own, uh, you know, beat themselves down. Made themselves think that they can't do it. It's all in the company's or the contractor's head right. that they can or cannot do these things. It's maddening. So somebody calls up and wants a lead they buy the worst lead they can get when they when they buy there's nothing wrong with buying that lead but you don't buy that lead without braining yourself to get your best lead right which means you don't have a company which means you don't have longevity which means you don't have profitability i mean it, it just like right yeah. No, no no yeah. <laughs> you lose the lead that costs 500 less or a thousand percent less the guy that gets 30 his costs like Forty thousand percent less, whatever they cost less. Yeah, ridiculously low number. (laughs) Ridiculously low lead. His leads probably cost him dollars each, like five dollars a lead. He may buy other leads, but that's okay at that
1: point. The last time I talked to him, he had still never done that. So you organic was his thing. Build a brand
0: to get a lead, and you can buy other stuff if you want. But if you don't build a brand because you have a company, because you view yourself like a a company, because you take responsibility for your company and treat it like a company and then recognize that and that you fight for the company to show up online to get a great professional relationship like roofing webmasters, like data pens, and then you fight to show up online to get a lead so that you can be profitable, so that you can earn money and create systems and procedures deserve to show up, deserve to earn money and invest the money to finally get to the dreams and goals that you had in the first place, which is why you wanted to become an entrepreneur. Right. Otherwise, you're calling up, kidding yourself, forsaking your company, your dreams, your goals, and then getting angry at other people for why these things don't happen. You know? And I, 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 listen, I fully understand it. I used to want to villainize everybody. Why can't I get good people or keep good people. Well, there's not as many good people as you want, but there's good people. And if you're not getting them and keeping them or being able to run your business, there's a fundamental flaw with you somewhere. Right. You know, if your business isn't in ranking, isn't showing up in Google, there's a fundamental flaw with you somewhere, you know, um, guaranteed anybody who, I guess one of the biggest things for why people don't show up in ranking. Um, we had a guy that, just canceled I forgot who it was that was number six on mapping I'll, I'll tell a story that we don't uh, and we I'm don't sure which one you're talking about we yet. don't like we don't tell these as much in fact I've been uh, a, a very smart guy that works with me Um named uh, I, I, I don't want to name his name I don't know who he wants to be named he knows who he is Um told me to quit telling any negative stories about clients but uh, but it but it's a, but this story is interesting ne- negative stories can yeah. be instructive i've tried i've tried to tell positive stories this go around to be instructive so. so so the guy was number six in mapping by hand on pins and hand gotten reviews which so so the premise of six to get, is
1: very close to he was almost yeah. in three pack
0: yeah and this was i think he only had six reviews i mean, on his google account he needed a few more reviews and he done like 40 really poor quality uh pens. oh we're talking about that guy okay yeah. I can't remember the name of it right now, but I've done like forty very low quality reviews. Is it is it that guy? Yeah, it's I, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. That's a
1: story we ain't even gonna tell. So <laughs> the the yeah.
0: But in, in whatever format of that guy that yeah. you want to say, and, and whether he's an extreme example of this, but he thinks he's a company, but he's not operating as a company right at all. Right. And so,
1: and it's not someone else's fault. I mean, he was on the cusp of success. Of becoming the company. Yeah. Yeah, we, it is that yeah, he was He was right there. Yeah. And he threw it away.
0: I don't think this is inappropriate. So, so, yeah, he threw it away. So the guy just needed a few reviews and he needed to get a few pins. Yeah. Talking to his professional service, And I, I'd like to say that we are very professional. Always tell people we're Texas respectful and Texas, you know, Texas, Texas direct, Texas pre- respectful. Right. Sometimes Texas respectful means no one ain't going to talk to you if you drop that bomb. <laughs> <on you>. uh, <laughs> Respect goes both ways. Yeah, it goes both ways in Texas, right? Yeah. Um, but but we're nice people and help them out. And, and all he had to do was get some reviews and get some pins and do a few things, but instead decided to cancel all that and and not do those things and take a step backwards um in its development of the business and 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 and, and what my fear is for a lot of the people if they don't stop and contemplate this and and it doesn't mean you're going to have a straight line upwards towards it you can go up and down and and by no means have i personally been you know uh have i always been the best business person i mean i have made many mistakes but I pick myself back up. Jason watches me do it weekly. Look at me not coming. Every, <laughs> every week, he watches my, you know, I get beat down and I pick myself back up. Yeah. You know, I get beat down and pick myself back up. And maybe this guy will do the same thing. I yeah. hope he does. Yeah. But, but, I, um, but I, you know, I, I, I think that most people don't. Most people don't, and, and I... I mean, the last
1: thing I said to him was I wished him well, despite yeah. some of the things he'd said to me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and it's okay. Um, you know, I, I was younger and more, you know, a little more brass at certain times in my life, too, you yeah. know? Um, maybe to that extent a couple of times, you know? Maybe not, but um,
1: but yeah, so... Yeah, I don't think you were at this guy's level. <laughs> In, in ter- I mean, you know yeah, what maybe. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe yeah, this guy's depth. Yeah. Doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, if, I, if I had to leave you then just fight for having the company. Fight for the company as a separate entity. Understand that it needs your help. Understand that if you help the company, it's going to help you with your entrepreneurial dreams. Uh, get the lead and get the best lead and the cheapest lead possible. Right. That is the organic, and that is through the brand. Get someone to help you build your brand from a digital standpoint and non-digital standpoint. Um, build it all the way around and take care of it. And when your money comes in, hopefully you keep your expenses low enough to earn a healthy profit and eventually find an investment vehicle for your profits instead of just directly buying your toys. That's a whole that difference. different thing. That's money. a whole different <laughs> thing. It's okay to get an F-250 or a boat or a lake house. Always a boat. Yeah. Always a boat. But, um, but it's best to buy those things with the profit from an investment, not the income from the company. Right. That right. is the best move you could make. Um, you will constantly spin your wheels until you sidestep that direct action of, uh, income to, uh, to toy, uh, income to investment, investment to toy. Um, and continually, you know, wash, rinse, repeat, uh, do it over and over again. And, uh, when the off season comes, manage your money well and continue to pay your marketing company because that is what a company does. Individuals. And uh, take a nice
1: ski holiday during the snowy months. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> if that's your thing. If they made money, if you Jason. Made money, if I'll they be, can afford yeah. that, they still pay for everything else.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Don't always get to take a ski holiday, um, but maybe you can. I don't know. Maybe they might have to stay at home. but That uh, might not be your thing. But. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be nice if they could, though. Yeah. But anyway, um, any other stuff you got on this one? No, I think we covered it well. Yeah. Guys, I wish you well. I really do. I, I, I'll, I'll sum it up by saying I started by painting curbs and mowing lawns. I had an entrepreneurial spirit and ambition. I've made money. I would have retired at 35 um, had I handled money properly the first time around. So I'm not protesting that I did this the correct way, um, but I've learned and done better one little step at a time and I continue to work on it. And uh, I've learned at 49 that there's never ending to it, but um, more confident and secure in what I do and more stable, um, but always fight for doing the best service, the best brand, the best company. Um, and taking care of the coming the best, doing my best with the money that I make, and uh, you know hopefully living the best life possible. And it can absolutely happen with roofing. I am uh, jealous of roofers sometimes from the amount of money that comes through and what they have the potential to have and I'm also grateful for the ability to work with roofers and other contractors, uh, especially right. after after pandemic and we were Working with essential service providers, I I really got even more grateful that, uh, that we work with who we work with because yeah. I, and, and with the advent of um, just technology, software, and all that, I, I feel like I'm in a place that's more stable, even though we work from a technological basis with them. Yeah. Uh, at least we work in a field where it's uh, American businesses that survive, thrive, yeah.
1: and aren't like gonna I get said robots aren't putting on our roofs anytime soon. hopefully nobody no national
0: you know hopefully nothing taking it over anytime soon. but um i haven't seen any signs of that but for right now a roofer can go out and live the american dream yeah you know so i wish you the best we're here to help you if you decide to call us um and if you don't decide to call us i think that this will help um if this was very helpful to you um, you might consider getting a, uh, some sort of a business coach or life coach just to keep you on track as you earn money and right. as you manage a business. Yeah. Um, because I still do that every, every Wednesday. I think it's, I think I'm approaching four years with this guy. More. Is it, is it more than it's that? It's been
1: a long time.
0: It hasn't yeah. been since before 2018 because okay. that's when I got back into town, you know? Is that when it started? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my wife had suggested that I was incorrigible and wouldn't listen to anybody. And maybe I should get a I business you coach. you told me that, and I'm like, she is correct. She's like, you're incorrigible and don't listen to anyone. Basically, she said it nicer <laughs> than that. I recommend that you get a business coach. I think she meant psychologist, actually, that would agree with her. <laughs> that is not what happened. But I accepted her... Uh, basic premise criticisms and and, uh went forward and i got a business coach and it was the best thing that ever happened to me the guys the guy's been great and kept me on track so if if you're making money let me put it this way i was 45 at the time and if you're 40 and not to where you want to be but you make good money in roofing or you've had periods where you made good money and you're spinning your wheels you should go get a business coach yeah you absolutely. I don't have one to recommend to you, although I will tell you who I use. Um, I use a gentleman named Mike Mataraza. Mike Mataraza. I think it's M-A-T-A-R-A-Z-A. Free shout out to Mike Mataraza. I love the guy and he'd probably help you as well. I won't yeah. quote his pricing because um, it may have changed. It may have changed. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll, we'll see you. Take it easy.